What's going on, our beautiful listeners? Thank you for tuning in to Genuine Connections with your girl, Georgia. And your girl, Bash Time. And today, we have a very special guest. First time guest. Yes, first time guest. My one and only, my love, Cameron Gaines. Woo! Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. <laughs> What's up, y'all? How you feeling? I'm good. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank, thank you for you. coming. Thank yes. y'all for having me. Yes, of course. All right, so I'm going to need y'all to loosen up. We're about to get real deep, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it. This this is a topic that, you know, you hear it in multiple places. You hear it at your family gatherings, you know, with friends, this, this, and that. And, you know, like, I think the different perspectives is what made us form this question. Yes. And the question is, is marriage overrated? Mm. So... I think, you know, a lot of people in society, they have so many different perspectives and opinions on marriage. And I think because of that, it causes them to, like, redefine it. And basically, I think a lot of people try to make it, like, fit their situations and, you know, just try to call it, you know, something that they want it to be instead Mm -hmm. of, like, it being originally what it is, the institution that it is. So let's just dive in and we'll see if we agree that marriage is overrated or Mm -hmm. is it just a... people misunderstanding it right. and because of how they've changed it so it comes off like it's overrated right let's get it alright um I guess I'll start I mean I yes. guess I'll wait and also this is your topic cause you yes. you love talking about family relationships stuff like that so I'm like you would be the perfect guest for this topic I do and it brings that out of perspective you know being that you know both of y'all are both females so it does bring that out of perspective yeah um so let me just start off by answering the question is marriage overrated no in my personal opinion I don't think so if anything I think it's not enough emphasis put on marriage because so many people take it so lightly right mm-hmm. um and that literally opens this up to um the influences of marriage that we have in uh this current society and how so many people who are of influence on so many levels mm-hmm. they change their spouses like they change their drawers basically. right right so because Facts. of that you got so many people that's like oh marriage isn't significant marriage isn't nothing marriage is almost like dating someone when right. you're in middle school or in high school basically. but the truth of it is um marriage is way more important than that you know it has so much more meaning and whatnot and i think that that's where we can kind of go where it's like how do we define marriage so like in y'all opinion like how do y'all define marriage or what would you define marriage as well for me my understanding is you know a man and a woman coming before god basically having their their union making a covenant to say okay god this is what we're doing we're asking you to bless this union you know um till death do his part rich or poor you know it's something for the long haul that's what i think kind of differentiates dating from marriage you know what i mean and it also it it, um i feel like it defines completely where we're going moving forward right right you know like i feel like in the different stages of like meeting somebody dating courting all that i feel like you're still trying to figure out okay what's next and you still Mm -hmm. are kind of left insecure Mm because any second this can you know just disappear and i feel like true marriage just gives that definite time like it's it's the long haul till we die you know and it's a vow you know like how you said it's under covenant Mm -hmm. it's before god 
So it is something that's deeper, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand that we're humans and not all the time like we say things and we can actually keep it. Right, right. right. But that doesn't mean that that, that should um, be looked at as something that you can just sway with just because of that. Right. If anything, right. that's something that you should kind of like build towards to try to obtain as much as you can unless it's detrimental situations, you know. Right. Beating, you know, abuse, um, abandonment, all that, mm-hmm. you know, fit under categories where that, yeah, that shouldn't still be... So marriage, like, ultimately, it has been redefined, like you said earlier. Cheating also. Cheating, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But marriage has been redefined, just like you said earlier, to fit one situation Mm -hmm. where you even have it where um, marriage is no longer considered exclusively to a man and a woman. Right. And it's no longer exclusively included to just two people anymore. So because marriage has been redefined, when you redefine something, but it's not across the board, Mm -hmm. it causes confusion. So that's why we see the state of marriage is the way that they are. Yeah. For me, I think that marriage is the unison of a man and a woman, just like you said, that come together under God for the betterment of themselves as one, the family as a whole and society is the ultimate thing right. because when you produce two good individuals they replicate that within their family yeah, exactly. and then that replicates out into society or whatnot right. i think that one of the biggest things that i personally feel like um we're facing when it comes to marriage is a lot of people are getting married for this thing called love right but i'm like but would you call it love but mm-hmm. that's but because, that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's like, what I'm we saying. Had a last episode where yeah. like a lot of people are calling things love that and ain't love. love. But that's what I'm saying. You're getting yeah. married for love without actually getting married for the actual intent right. of right. what marriage is for, which right. is the yeah. betterment and advancement of society as a whole, the individual, the family, and whatnot. Love is a benefit. Being happy is a benefit of marriage mm-hmm. and all that, but it's not the actual intent for right. you to get married. Right. So because of that, I kind of feel like when you get married for the wrong reasons, you're yeah. going to have the wrong outcome. Right. And I think another aspect that people don't think about is like when you're married, it's also like not just about you mm-hmm. and building up yourself, but you're also responsible for the other person. Selfless, yeah. And selfless I think that's the aspect of where people are like, okay, this is too much. Right. Like, it's already a lot dealing with me and then I have to worry about you yeah. and your well-being and your whereabouts and it's like, that's some of the, the that's like the responsibility part that comes in that a lot of people don't acknowledge. It looks cute. Right. And we have a cute wedding. Right. We have cute pictures. That's something and, else. And it's beyond that. It with, is. With you saying that, what comes to my mind is that marriage is for commitment yeah. it's a commitment it's not for convenience it's not so it's like you're and it's saying a mirror. it is because yeah. like whatever you do by yourself before marriage when you get married that thing is amplified yeah you can't hide it anymore you can't right. always if you're someone like who always had yourself with makeup hair done heels on the whole right. nine and then when you married and you're not still doing that mm-hmm. you can't get mad at the guy you know that's why i say you gotta show like, both like, right i'm like you look, cannot like be like oh let me just fool you no no right. no let them see the right. good side right. the right. bad side and accept <laughs> it okay well i think ultimately that's gonna come after right. the marriage because yeah. but even before because my thing is like well, I, well, I like when people say like oh you set me up with false expectations. Uh, well, yeah, before, but not, like, freshly Yeah, before. yeah, But yeah. one thing that you said was, like, you know, about the cute wedding. I'm a firm believer that marriage is not the wedding. Right. And I think that a lot of people forgot that. People will spend hundreds of yeah, thousands right, of dollars yes. to have this lavish wedding yeah. just to go and spend money to get divorced. Right. And for me, I'm like, you can have 
a cool intimate nice little wedding or whatnot but it's the substance of who the two yes. people are that's actually going to have that longevity yeah, right. a wedding is what like four or five hours or mm-hmm. whatnot a marriage is a Not lifetime but see even that everybody wants to stay in the honeymoon phase yeah. or the celebration phase and right. you don't understand or realize like what actually comes right. with it so being that I don't think that marriage is overrated, I think that marriage has been tainted. Like, yeah. especially if you think about it from a guy's point of view, it's like, oh, you about to get married, your life is over, you gonna yeah. be locked down, you can't do nothing. It's so but, negative. but like, even for me, um, me and Georgia, we got married when we were twenty one years old. Yeah. And every time but I let's t- clap that up because not a lot of people can <laughs> do that. There's a lot of people who rush into things that they're they not do. ready for, and then they they wonder why. But right. for people to actually successfully do that and take on that responsibility at that young age, that needs to be applauded. Yeah. And I want like Thank even. And with that being that, you know, with the success of a longevity marriage, it doesn't mean it goes without stress. Yeah. Yeah. That's key as well. Yeah. But we got married at 21, and a lot of people that I tell now be like, oh, man, you didn't even get to live your life. And I always tell them, I'm like, last time I checked, I'm still living. Right. So ultimately, <laughs> so ultimately for me, it's like you're supposed to live life doing it with someone that, you know, has been called to you or that you prayed for or whatnot versus it being just because you can sleep around or you can be with this person when you feel like it, that person when you don't it takes a real man and a real woman to stay committed to for the long haul Mm -hmm. and i feel like when you know you know because that's the thing um some people ask well how did you know he was the one didn't you date before him this that and third yes i did date before him however i don't know sometimes it's kind of hard to explain you know the concept of being ready for a marriage i don't i don't ever think you can be ready for a marriage you have to kind of go through that thing you know yeah. like how for example if they're like oh how do you know you're ready to be a parent you really don't truly know until you're actually going through you know that thing so it's like a faith walk it is because it you is. don't you don't foresee where you're going right you're just trying to and you can't predict the different type of trials and tribulations that may come you know yeah. during your marriage to kind of help you to um to be stronger you know as a couple yeah. And um yeah, I agree. Marriage, I feel like how they're saying is marriage overrated. I I feel like I will agree with Cam that and I always feel like when you're talking statistically speaking, the negative side of things are always amplified oh, yeah. more than what it actually is. Right. You know, you do have more happy marriages. You do have more people who are happy that they're married. But it's just that you have social media or the TV screen and stuff like that. They're kind of amplifying it to be like, oh, yeah, you can be married. You can be the boss or whatever. But you can kind of dictate to your man or your man dictates to you, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, it's like, no, I mean. Or like they just they just make you focus on having the perfect moments and pictures. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. so you're seeing that, but you're not seeing what it took to build up to that point. You're not actually having the substance that it takes to maintain and build this thing. Right. And I also feel like, you know, a lot of people kind of have, like, um, how can I word it? Basically, um, I guess false expectations when it comes to even being married. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, for instance, like, whenever it comes to, like, somebody that you're with and then you plan to build a future with them right right it's like you kind of think okay me as a male i'm i just i'm gonna work and provide and that's taking care of my family Mm -hmm. me as a female you know what i mean so it's like almost a sexist battle because it can even be vice versa like whatever yeah oh i'm doing this so this is taking care i'm taking care of the kids so this is taking care of the family Mm -hmm. like you know and like i feel like sometimes different aspects of life and growth in life you think that those roles 
should make the other person satisfied, but you're, right. you're forgetting the actual part that will make y'all, you know, yes. a strong union. Yeah. And I want to touch on the thing where you were like saying, how do you know that um, he was the one, or how do you know that this person is the one? Yeah. For me, I I have this thing in my mind. This is just something that I've had where it's like you have to pray for that missing piece, right? Yeah. Okay. You. Believe it or not, no matter what it is, you are not completely whole. So you have to pray for that missing piece. And I and I go back to, you know, Adam and Eve when mm-hmm. God removed her from him mm-hmm. or whatnot. It was a missing piece. You know, right. yeah, God sealed it up or whatnot. But he brought that missing piece out to come and help him. So a lot of times we need to, both as men and women, need to pray for that missing piece in our life and then that goes into you know roles being defined and i think that that's another big thing far as marriage people don't want to either they don't know it they don't understand or they just don't want to acknowledge that there are roles to be played in marriage yeah and that's so true and touching on those roles one of the roles that i personally feel like you talked about providing and like you said it goes beyond just making money and working you have to provide an environment of love yeah as a man you have to be the one who initiates a lot of times because especially if you have children around you they need to actually see that yeah and the children have to understand that the marriage comes first Mm -hmm. not just because they want something they get it so you have to create and provide that environment of love and nurturing Mm -hmm. for all of that also as men you have to be able to lead your family in so many areas and one of the main areas is you know praying you have to actually pray with your wife the reason why you have to pray with your wife is because prayer is so important because you both want to be on the same page yeah regardless y'all making big decisions like if you're making decisions outside of your spouse and y'all not talking about it there's a disconnect and it's always going to cause an issue so as men you need to pray with your wife women you need to pray for your husband as well because as he's going out not saying that they're not going out either but as he's going out there are battles that he's facing that a lot of times he's going to protect you from and you may not even know about but as a woman you have to continuously encourage him and you have to be someone who can encourage him enough behind closed doors that it's seen without it actually being said when people look at y'all and i think that that's the thing because then it also comes to the role of submitting submitting isn't just the woman submitting to the husband Mm -hmm. the husband has to submit to the lordship of jesus christ and if he does not do that you can never expect your wife to submit to you because you're not submitting to a standard yourself right Um, and that's a that's a vital role because some people just want to take that and run with it oh yeah instead of reading for control yeah yeah and and like how we said like when people take the marriage and try to make it into what they needed to be Mm -hmm. right instead of dealing with those things that you're battling so that you can be better for one another and um there's something that you had touched on as far as like um when it comes to what were you can you like kind of like briefly repeat some of the things that you were saying as far as like is it the roles he was talking no right before the roles um Okay, well, anyways, <laughs> no, this is really good. I, I want to say something, but you're flowing, so I didn't want to stop it. But, mm-hmm. um, oh, okay, let's. I can I can talk about this part. So, as far as like when you said provision, right? Mm-hmm. I like that you were breaking down different ways that provision covers. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. I feel like sometimes people take a word and they think it's only towards this one mm-hmm. aspect because, and sometimes that's all you know. Mm-hmm. That's what you've been taught. And like, there's different ways. Like you know, you have to guard each other's heart. Mm-hmm. You have to like be there for one another and um i just feel like 
Okay, that's what it is. I just got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so when it comes to the whole praying thing, uh-huh. I feel like that that kind of shows that first of all, y'all have to be in tune with each other and communicate because yes. how can you pray for someone if you don't even know who they are? Right. You know, you've yeah, grown right. evolved even within a marriage, and so it's like when y'all are just on like two different pages. How we even know what to pray for? Right, you just just right, pray for things right. that you think that he needs, but right. you're not even having that time to communicate and see. Okay, you're going through this. You're going through that. Okay, let's touch on that. Let's pray about that. Because my thing is like that way, y'all can be stronger, stronger together, mm-hmm. and build from that point versus it being like two strangers in a home. You know, because right. I always find it crazy when people are like, I don't even know this person I'm sleeping next to. Right. Like, I always found that so yes. wild. Like how? Yes. How? How do you? You know? How is it like a whole nother? Right. Because you just start living life separate. You do. You do your own thing. One of the things that I always um, kept in mind was that you never wanted to be where someone on the outside knows more about your yes. spouse than you do. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm so, like, go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. So, so that that brings me to like um, one of my um, talking point. Mm-hmm. It's the influences that dilute marriages, yes. right? And also those seeds of discord and deceit. Yeah. So when you have, so you, I feel like as a married couple, you should ultimately take any issues that you y'all have together, mm-hmm. take them to God. Right. Because the thing that you have to understand, and like one of the devotions that we did together, is literally like we're not battling against each yeah. other. We're a team. Right. So because of that, it's like okay, God, we're gonna take this to you. You know, sometimes yeah, you get on my nerves. I'm not gonna lie. Like I get on your nerves. And I, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, but once you know the bigger picture and right. you see it, it's like, all right, cool. You know, this is just something that's going to happen. Right. But when you uh, when you have and you should, as a married couple, already know, like, this is someone that I know my wife can go and talk to that I approve of as your husband that I know will not sow any seeds of discord right. because they're bitter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And vice versa for the wife. Right. I was going to say also, like, if you think about it. Any good friend, like true good friend, will always be in a position of pushing you towards your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yes. They will not be advising yes. you to separate and, get a divorce and to, or to even entertain them. Right. I feel like that's the huge thing because a lot of people like they want to say friend, friend, but then it's like they're not really looking and seeing what the situation mm-hmm. is. If somebody's your a friend and they should be a, a friend that respects your marriage, mm-hmm. they should always be in the point of pushing you back to resolution yes. with your spouse. Yes. Well, Even if it doesn't work out, that's y'all business. But right. it's like, they should not be the one trying to pull you away unless it's like super toxic. Well, that's why it's super important yeah. to understand that as a married individual, right. you can't go to your single friends with those problems. That's like going to a fish mm-hmm. and asking them, how do I breathe? They can't tell you. They right. live off yeah. of water. Right. So I think the environments are different. Mm-hmm. So as a married person, couple it is good to one have other married people around you that you can either model after or just you know talk with but for the single individuals that you do have in your life like i said i still go back to it where it's something that both you and your spouse recognize that person is someone who will never sow Mm -hmm. sow those seeds of discord or deceit and they have a level of influence in your marriage that doesn't override god's influence Mm, in your marriage and i was was, um gonna even say because me i'm single right now i'm not married Mm -hmm. and um I've had it where I've had friends, like multiple friends who are married, and I've advised them on things. And I was going to say, when it comes from a single person perspective, also you, you look at how that person models their life. Yes. Because though I'm single, that doesn't mean I'm going to be a fool and be just out here wilding out and acting like I don't have no future and purpose. Like, I still have self-respect. Yes. And so there's a way that I model my life, and I kind of govern it. And so that's why I can kind of advise on certain things, because it's like I've already been aware and, you know, 
there's certain things I'm taking into practice. Right. I'm right. not just telling you certain things or I'm not just like, you know, mm-hmm. like saying certain things. So it's like, even at that, because my thing is like, I feel like that's another issue that causes like these issues in marriage when people never had the opportunity to kind of like guide and guard their lives. Mm-hmm. They did whatever they want and then right. they just hop into a marriage and then now they don't know how to function right. because you're so used mm-hmm. to living that way. Mm-hmm. There's never a point in time where you had any constraints. Exactly. And so I think that's another thing, like, you know, how you model your life and look at the people who are telling you stuff, how are they modeling the life? Like, are they successful? Are they over here just saying one thing and living another way? Exactly. So I I feel like, you know, you really have to assess assess the person. You do have to assess the person. Even having married people around you, that's why I pointed out it has to be something that you can model after or whatnot or something that's going to be beneficial Mm -hmm. to you because even if you do have friends that are married as well, if you're giving all of your time and all of your energy into their thing, it is. It's a vulnerable environment. Because even as a married couple, there were people, you know, me and Georgia, we used to like, hey, you know, this is, you know, we used to basically try to reconcile their issues and then in return I started to notice me and her would start to have yeah. issues yeah. that never rise mm-hmm. but that was their issue you know what I'm saying and you're bringing it into the marriage you bring oh, it yeah. into the, and you have to be honest with yourself whenever you are dealing with things like that you do open yourself up to susceptibility to other things mm-hmm. right yes. and I think one of the biggest things too especially from uh, the guy's point of view it is literally so it is literally I'm not saying that men are the only one that does this, but Mm -hmm. it's this big um, view that, you know, it mostly is the men, even though women do it too. Mm -hmm. But for men, it's that level of self-control and being satisfied with what you have from a physical standpoint. So that's where the whole cheating and all that other stuff come in because you hear all this negative stuff like oh you're married you can't do this you can't do that oh you have eyes you Mm -hmm. see this everything's Mm -hmm. so enticing with social media and different things you have access to so much at your fingertips Mm -hmm. right now so it's so much that can actually pull you away from your spouse and make you start battling with your spouse that can make you start nitpicking at certain things and be like this is why I didn't want to be with you oh you see you gained this amount of weight but look at this person then you start to compare or whatnot and it causes you inside of you to stop loving and looking at that person and the purpose right and once that happened it ain't nothing else you can do yeah. i'm sorry like and then you you stand on the other side and you realize you're not watering your grass no more now it's pouring on the concrete exactly and you're standing Listen on the it. other side wondering why it's so green that's good yeah <laughs> that is so true but y'all know we can talk about this all day i mean how did you, I think y'all think he should come back? What y'all think? Yeah, let us know. Let us what do y'all know. think? What do y'all think? <laughs> All right. Well, so, I do. I, I do want to say one thing. Go ahead. Y'all do close out. Um, I think depending on where you look at it in society, marriage is either overrated or underrated. Mm-hmm. Right. The overrated of marriageness that I see is not necessarily overrated. I guess it would be the pressure mm-hmm. from other people. Oh, let's talk about that a little else. bit. I'm sorry. We gotta, we gotta let, we gonna give y'all a little extra bonus. Yes, yes okay. For because, someone, yes. From other people for you to get married. That is and we just passed the holidays, so you know y'all heard, oh, when you getting married, when you having kids, when you settling yes. down. So. And I I think that that's the thing where it becomes overrated for people that discourages other people because it's almost you're you're force feeding someone something, like you said, because you don't know when you're fully ready for it. Even though you know innately you was built for it, you just don't know when you're ready for it. And when people keep on doing that in your ear, it will make you tone deaf enough to be like, I don't even want to deal with it. Even though you should look at it like, none of your business, mind your business, get out of my face. You know, are you married? Are you not? Then that's what you need to focus on. But I think the 
overratedness of marriage comes from the pressure of other people to single people to yes. be like oh and this is another thing i really feel like married people need to stop talking about being single just stop. <laughs> continue to focus why, on why do you say that because I, I i feel like it's a difference between being a single individual with your own personalities yeah. likes and stuff versus the single status of something mm-hmm. if, if i'm already married i mean i could probably give someone advice who's mm-hmm. getting into a relationship but i'm I would never say that this is the standard for singleness. Right, right, right. right. I would, like you were talking about earlier, looking at the person's life, who is single, mm-hmm. who has a good life mm-hmm. that I could look at and be like, okay, this is it. Because when you're married, you got so much other stuff to focus on. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't be worried about no singleness. Right. That's just my personal right. opinion. Because now you're starting to bring up stuff that shouldn't even be an issue in your relationship mm-hmm. because you're worried about something that you're not even, you know currently in that's not your current situation right but that is so good that's so good i really enjoy myself today y'all oh, yeah for sure wait it's, it's so much more y'all y'all trying to leave now i know <laughs> we gotta keep the one for more yeah you know that's we can't true one, one, more though, one more thing though one more thing though i think that a lot of marriages are underrated too mm-hmm. well not underrated i think they're overrated too because a lot of people um they literally not marry the wrong person, but they settle. Oh, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people, men and women, they both settle. You never gave yourself a chance. You right. never prayed for that missing piece. You never asked how does God designed your life and what he has planned for you enough to actually follow it. You've literally settled for the first thing that came around and gave right. you a whiff of something good. Yes. And just because that first whiff was good, it doesn't mean that it stands the test of time mm, and longevity, yeah. Yeah. honestly. You're worth it. That And that's some of the things that we stress on our podcast is you are worth it so you should not just settle for anything you know just because like we said the pressures or biological clock is ticking or whatever the case may be don't settle you're worth it you know good things take time Mm -hmm. so i i i'm i'm right there with you on that you know Mm -hmm. but um what would be one takeaway to paraphrase everything today that you can give to somebody, to our listeners, to kind of help them today? One thing. One thing that I personally do um, think, that I think is a big takeaway. I'm mostly going to say this to the men just because I know it's a lot of queens out there Mm -hmm. that's waiting to sit on their throne next to their king. Right. I personally feel like for a lot of guys, you have to be willing to submit yourself enough to the lordship of Jesus in order to be able to guide, guard, and govern whoever God has for you. Because at this point in time, the way society is set up, it's a lot of queens whose crowns are broken, not because they did it themselves, but because the kings that are in their life have not valued them. So because of that, I feel like you really have to be, and that's one thing I always hear people or females say, I'm praying for a God-fearing man. This is to the females now. Pray for a God-fearing man, but also pray for that missing piece in which you lack in as well. If you're someone who knows that you lack in confidence, pray for a man that's going to bring you confidence mm-hmm. in yourself, who's going to love you for all your faults. Right, right. So that's just kind of my takeaway. That is so good, y'all. Y'all applaud my man right now. Applaud. <laughs> he is so good. This is so, so good. This is such a vital topic. And I really hope and pray that y'all were able to take away a lot more than one thing you know to kind of apply to your life because we all don't know your situation or whatever you're going through right now 
you know but i thank y'all so much for coming back on this tuesday to see what we have to say and this topic as we stated was is marriage overrated all right y'all y'all be blessed y'all be safe and we'll catch y'all next tuesday bye see ya